Hello, listeners. You are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. I am your host, Keela Parkinson, and every week on Tune In, we talk about mindfulness and all the different ways we can practically apply it in our day to day life. And what does practical life look like right now? That is the question. We have mentioned the last couple of weeks that we uh, broadcast here in the state of Indiana. It's it's our home state, and uh, most of our guests also call Indiana home, especially the Northwest Indiana quad, uh, region. This little section here in, outside of Chicago, we're one of the far flung sh- suburbs of Chicago, and we are beginning to, in the state of Indiana, roll out these phases where we're kind of coming out of our houses, and we're currently, as we record this show, we're currently in this place where. Um, we're in what's known as phase three and there are, you know, uh, rules are starting to kind of become a little more lax and, uh, there's a little weirdness going on because a lot of people are like, oh no, it's too soon. I'm not coming out of my house. And then a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, hooray, it's over. I want to pretend it never happened. And then there are some of us who are in the in-between and we sit with that. And, uh, wherever you are listeners, we want to let you know that it's okay to be, excuse me, exactly where you are and that we're going to talk about all of it today with our wonderful guest, Stephen Donaco. Stephen, thank you for coming back to the show. Well, Keela, thanks for asking me. I'm happy, really happy to be here. We're so glad you're here. Stephen, um, he is a, he's a, he's a former therapist. Are you still a practicing therapist or no? You're, I, I do asked some spiritual before. counseling. Yeah. Spiritual so not counseling. Quite thank you. Pastoral counseling. But yes. Yeah. So still does some spiritual counseling. He is a healer of all types, and he is he also works very directly with business owners in uh, the Conscious Business Enterprise, <clears throat> which is something that he learned from uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard, something he started there, and he kind of continues her mission in a way, and you will correct anything I'm saying that is incorrect, Stephen, as I'm introducing this. And um, we're going to, again, uh, tout Barbara's books and also Stephen's books, and we're going to talk about those things today, and we're going to talk about um, vision, basically, kind of the, the the theme of today's show is vision and mission, and uh, I think that's really great for business owners and all the listeners alike. So, uh, Stephen Donaco, thank you again, and um, tell us anything you want to tell us about, first of all, what life has looked like for you during this pandemic period. Yeah, wow, well, yeah, so there's a whole lot there. Mm. I mean, I, I could probably spend an hour just answering that question. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's always like, I always tell people, I try to give you the short version of okay. a long story, right? Um, uh, it, it's been, it, well, so both professionally and personally, uh, it, it really has been a roller coaster. Mm. Um, so, um, starting, so when, when the, the whole COVID, um, coronavirus situation began escalating, it was, I think it was like near the end of February. Yes. Um, I won't get into a whole lot of detail about it, but I would just say that, you know, my father had had, um, surgery and he was, he was in, um, a rehabilitation center near their home mm. and they were starting to lock down things. Mm. So, um, I, so it was just, we were just felt like, okay, we were given advice to, if you can get your dad out, get him out. Cause somebody just, yeah. knew, you know, Good. who actually works in healthcare who said, you know, it's probably not a, a great place for him to be in. Yeah. So, so that was like in the mix of, um, uh, that was in the mix as well with things professionally going on because I've been, you know, as I, as I had talked about last time I talked to you on the show. Uh, I launched Social Chrysalis, yes, which is the, mm. the 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 conscious evolution training platform, 
um, online platform that um, is, is based uh, on and influenced by my work with Barbara Marks Hubbard uh, back in 2019. I mean, it's already been over a year since she made her transition. Right. Um, so, like, you know, starting that as a business and then my dad's situation and then um, and then just being present to that because I'm, I continue to uh, more or less day to day. I'm with my parents helping out and and that that the the whole situation with coronavirus has rippled through all these aspects of life and you know because my parents are older and high risk you know i have the flexibility that i can be living with them to some extent okay doing shopping and taking care of things and you know and there's still the business right <laughs> so, yeah so it's you know and it's take you know i um my parents near near joliet illinois um, so I've been spending a lot of time here, which means I'm spending less time in the Belpo. Right. Um, and for people uh, who aren't familiar with our area, you know, those are more than an hour apart, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one's in, in, in yes. so much two, in two states. And yeah. Valparaiso is in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And, and actually the two states, I mean, this goes back to your opening comment yeah. about opening things up. The two states have very different very. plans. Illinois is still very much, it's more locked down than Indiana mm-hmm. is. So, and I noticed that when I to go back, mm-hmm. you know, once a week back home. So, um, so there's, there's a lot of change. I mean, this is my point is there's a lot of shifting, a lot of change, mm-hmm. a lot of surfing through this reality that we're in. Um, yeah. So. And that, that word you're using shift, right? Like it's a word that, uh, Barbara and you, students of Barbara's students of yours, uh, business owners who also have vision have been using for a long time, right? Let's make the shift. Let's level up. Let's shift into the next thing. And so, we're in the middle of a shift and it's almost like maybe I guess to use the social chrysalis metaphor, like we're sort of in the cocoon now. Right. And there's, it's that painful transmogrification kind of thing. So, um, so I really want to hear, first of all, I want to say, um, that I'm really sorry that your father is dealing with this and that you are dealing with this. And as we were talking before, I think you're being a very good son. And I, um, thank you for that. And, um, so just personally, I just want to acknowledge that to you. And then, um, you know, for listeners, I think also we're really curious to find out what does the next level look like? What do our butterfly wings look like? What is what is the bright side of this? And also, you know, you mentioned you're going to be very real and very blunt, and I want to hear that too. So uh, hit us. <laughs> yeah. Um, you ready? Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay, good. <I> so. <laughs> I think so. Um, so, uh, okay. So, you know, as, as you know, as well, I mean, I, I'm a student of unity. Yes. You know, the unity movement. And, um, I've spoken quite a bit at unity and, in, in, uh, in Valparaiso, um, unity in the dunes. Unity in the dunes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so unity in the dunes now is back to having services provided right. for social distancing and wearing masks. I've not been back myself. Okay. Yeah, but but I will say that I was invited to do the first virtual service. Oh, great! Back in it must have been March. Okay. And my talk was on the metaphysics of the coronavirus. Interesting. 
Um, now, so, for people who aren't familiar, uh, Unity and Unity of Northwest Indiana, it's a different organization, different but connected organization, um, is a sponsor of our, an underwriter of our show. Um, and both of these are spiritual communities. Uh, one is in Valparaiso, one is in Lake County. And um, so, yeah, so just to, for listeners who may not be familiar with what we're referencing, Unity. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing that that talk is online somewhere. It is. It's uh, you can find it on my own YouTube channel, and as well as I, I think I also have posted the social chrysalis. Good. Okay. Great. Channel. We can. We'd love to yeah. see links um, on our Facebook page, which for listeners who would like to find us there, it's Facebook.com/slash Tune In Mindful Radio, and we'll add those links from Stephen. Yeah. Great. So I. So I did. Yeah. So so I was looking at it as like the meta, what's the what are the metaphysics of the coronavirus? I mean, what's the higher meaning of mm-hmm. it? Right. So in terms of like what. Like if people are wondering what metaphysics is, it's the, it's the the meaning of the meaning. Mm-hmm. Is one way to put mm-hmm. it, you know. Uh, the, 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 what's above the the meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so I yeah, and I and this this very much dovetails with Barbara Marks Hubbard's work. Um, and she had so a couple things Barbara had said a lot was one is our crisis is a birth. Yes. And if we if we weren't in crisis before, we certainly are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all over the world, we're actually. I mean, this pandemic is a shared human experience like none other. You're right. Um, this isn't to say that there aren't shared other shared experiences. Um, this is, but everyone has been affected in some way, whether however you've experienced it. I mean, from, from literally physically having the virus, knowing people who've had it, knowing people who've died because of it um uh, having it and recovering from it um being in various stages of lockdown or quarantine we've all have experienced it um and it's 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 probably well i it probably not i won't even say probably i i, I believe it's, it's the most profound shared human experience that we all who are alive right now on the planet are having so, all right. So, what's our what are the metaphysics of that? What's the, what, what's the greater meaning? So, Barbara said, you know, Barbara said our crisis is a birth, and and basically the idea there is that whenever any system goes is is exposed to a crisis or undergoes a crisis, it provides actually an opportunity for that system, that institution, um, that organism, even to to actually kind of reinvent itself, and. This pandemic, in my estimation, is actually challenging all of our systems. You know, if everything from uh, you know government to healthcare to business uh, to industry. I mean, you look at the travel industry, right? Mm, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not a whole lot of planes in the sky. Um, right. More, more out there, but you know, it's just there's this. Everything's being challenged. Like, so if if there were if there were hairline cracks in the veneer mm. of our human endeavor before that those cracks are really opening up now. I mean, that's a, so, uh, you know, I look at this and I really deeply feel, um, that the, the, the coronavirus isn't just a, a, a health issue. It's not just a, um, you know, a government issue in the way we respond to it. It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's actually, it, it is a crisis that presents us with the opportunity for paying attention to really look at how we are operating as a humanity. Um, and and if, if we are courageous enough to do it, how we can, what do we need to do to basically improve or, or even tear down and reinvent all of our systems? 
Yeah. So that we we actually have a the next turn on the spiral of evolution is a generative one, and we're not we're not de-evolving, as Barbara would say, mm. but we are evolving. And it's our choice. It's a choice. It is it a really choice. It's a choice. Yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting. I was actually trying to do a meditation just before we connected today. I had some time between a coaching session and uh, moving into a radio mode, and I thought I'd like to center myself, and I chose, um, using an app I have um, that I've mentioned on the show before, the Tapping Solution, I chose something that was about kind of manifesting, sort of breaking into the next level, trying to kind of use this, right, as my time to kind of find those wings, like what is it personally I'm looking for, I know what that vision is, I have no idea if it's realistic for me, that's my challenge, right, it's not just what does it look like, it's like does it exist, right, can it exist, right, so, so kind of going there, and then interestingly enough, like, the app kept crashing. It's not an experience I've ever had before. I did not get to complete the exercise. And I was like, yeah, I definitely have a lot of personal resistance to this, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so um, it's great. It's fascinating. So so on the heels of that, then my question to you, Stephen, is um, how do we know if we're evolving versus devolving? What yeah. does that look like or feel like? Do you know? Uh, it's how we show up, mm. I feel, like how we respond. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's, 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 I don't want to make a reduction, sound reductionistic, yeah. but it really is mm-hmm. in a lot of ways as simple as that. I mean, for instance, I mean, it just, for instance, four months ago, the last thing the United States government would have done is sent people money. It's <laughs> <true. thousands> of dollars. <laughs> For not working. And we could say that is actually, you know, it's it's just a a few pennies per person, Mm -hmm. but whatever. But I mean, it wouldn't have happened in the in the political climate we're in. Right. Um, No one would have thought that on a large scale, the government would send, you know, twelve hundred, twenty four hundred dollar checks to U.S. citizens. It just wasn't within our value system or or the value the value system that's it that's at large right now. Okay. So, okay. So what changed to cause that to happen? And, and, and it's, so we, we actually can find the will to do it if there's a catalyst for it. Right. So I'm not, so I'm not trying right. to say, and, and it's like, you know, you could say whether it was enough money or if more money is coming. Right. Or, I mean, so aside from all of that, or how we feel is, about it in general. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my point is that when, when we're compelled to take action, if, or if something is compelling us to take action, we, we can find the will to do it. Yeah. Right. So that's so it's the same thing when I when I talk about the metaphysics of the coronavirus. It's mm. like, all right, we've got this crisis. You know this this catalyst, and what what are we going to choose to do? And if and how are we going to choose to show up not only for ourselves, because if we're just doing it for ourselves, it's survivalist. You know, right. Then we, then we kind of default to tribal, That's and a lot of people de- are doing de-evolution. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and there are a lot of people who are showing up in a generative, cooperative, um, fully, completely selfless way. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. I mean, that's where that's where crisis is a birth to the next generative turn on the spiral of, of evolution. It's very, so, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I don't know if that answered your question, but I think so. I think it did, but I'm gonna after this break, I'm gonna come back and sort of summarize, okay. and we'll see if I got it right. If okay. 
Uh, listeners, you are listening to Tune In Radio for your mind, body, and soul. And I am your host, Keela Parkinson. On our show about mindfulness and everyday life, we are underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is, when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Share the love at CoachKiki.com. And you are listening to 103.1 FM in Valparaiso, Indiana, or you are listening to it on WVLP.org, or you have found us as one of the many uh, drops in the ocean of mindfulness podcasts on anchor.fm slash Radio. And I am interviewing today Stephen Danaka, who has been a guest on our show a couple of times. He is the, I, I, I'm not very good at figuring out like a succinct way to introduce you, apparently. How would you like me to, <laughs> to say? Yeah, you know, I have, a, I have trouble finding a succinct way to explain who I am. Um, exactly, <laughs> right? I, I used to have a business, I'll just take a digression. I used to yeah, have a do. business card that said, Stephen Donato, you know, human being. Nice. That was, that was really what, I was like, and oh, everyone hated it, yeah. What's, yeah, what's the basic thing that yeah, I am? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> So, any case, um, well, so uh, I mean, I'm founder of Social Chrysalis. <laughs> yes. The, the platform. I mean, that's that's really my my both my my professional endeavor, you know, as well as my evolutionary one. Nice. So. Okay. And Social Chrysalis is um, for people who uh, are wanting to take their personal and professional missions and connect them and create some sort of level up in the world, right? A social a kind of a harmony. And um, so why don't you, uh, and we're going to summarize in a second, as I promised, uh, this this answer that you gave to uh, evolution versus devolution and, and what that yeah. looks like right now with the metaphysics of coronavirus. But I also, since we're already talking about it, about social crystallis, I, I want to say, um, can you give listeners an example of somebody who is um, part of the social chrysalis and what kind of uh, work they're working on? Yeah. Um, so all of, so there are there's um, a number of courses available online on the platform. So each and they're all done. They're all led by different people. Mm. So um, I call them faculty co-creators. Nice. Um, so uh, the the range of genius is everything from women's health uh, to uh, mindfulness to uh, hypnosis. <laughs> Um, to uh, just consciousness, the mm-hmm. uh, practical application or practical development, expansion of consciousness to serve in the world. Uh, there's a we had a course that we just finished our first live one, which was called Creative Aging. Wow! Um, so it's like how how, how do we <clears throat> consciously age in during these times when um, when eldership isn't always revered mm-hmm. the same way it had been. In, in previous cultures, generations, and so forth. Um, so, um, I myself would like to do a course eventually if I can get to it. Uh, <laughs> what will yours be on? Do you know? Um, I well, I, I'm you know, given the times we're on, I'm, I would like to do a course on fortitude. Just, Ooh. And just maybe just call it fortitude. Or Love it. Like your spiritual fortitude. Yeah. Fortitude, emotional. What a good word for that. You know, we use resilience a lot of times when we're talking about yeah. emotions and neuroplasticity, but fortitude, I think, would also get, like, you know, maybe the preppers and the survivalists to come in, and right? Because it's a real, it's a yeah. good cross, you know, between those concepts, which are the same thing from different <clears throat> angles. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like it. 
I'll we'll start working on it. Good, great. I love it. Okay. So yeah, so um, so I'm going to try to to paraphrase uh, your answer of you know the uh, devolution versus evolution and, and the metaphysics of the coronavirus. And my question to you was, you know, how do we know which we're doing? And you said it's how we show up. And so I think what you're saying is, you know, based on your example, if we find the catalyst to give to others, uh, do our best. Um, continue to find and and show and be the love right um and you did not use those words at all but that's how i'm interpreting it um that's my lens for it versus just be reactive and live in the fear state um then that's how we'll know if we are evolving or devolving during this time because we have the choice to do either one yeah does that sound right okay yeah yeah that's right on all right good all right good (laughs) okay so um yeah i you know I, I told you that, you know, as usual, we don't have any um, script for this. We just, it's an organic yeah. conversation. Um, and it's interesting. I'm sort of back to this place where I was a few months ago when all this started, where I'm, I'm having a hard time finding words. I'm having a hard time formulating a question, right? I'm having a hard time figuring out what do the listeners want to hear, you know? And um, it's not that I've ever known for sure what listeners want to hear, by the way, but um, I just uh, have been more graceful with this, I think. And um, and I also have found that um, guests kind of went through this phase the first few weeks that we were doing this too. Um, we're not in the station still, uh, you know, we're, um, we're just continuing to social distance there, which is fine and wonderful. And we're so lucky and blessed that our show has like these workarounds. Um, and we're talking about some really important things and it's a confusing time to be in this time with no answers, with no template, you know, uh, because we in the U S in particular, uh, for the last several decades have, you know, I think since the sixties or seventies, we've really kind of been in a place where, there's been a template for just about everything we're experiencing, you know. Um, there's there was a phrase, and I don't, I'm sure you've heard this too. A phrase with um, business people, with entrepreneurs, there are no new ideas, right? You know that one. Yeah. There are no new ideas, right? If you've thought of it, someone else is thinking of it. And we, we just referenced uh, this past week. We just referenced the hundredth monkey syndrome, right? And so it's kind of yeah. that same thing. Like we're all kind of you know the hundredth monkey of our group, and someone else is having it somewhere there. And it's really just a, a revisioning of some other idea that someone had a hundred years ago, right? Like, but now we got to figure out how to get those new ideas, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that also reminds me of something that. When Barbara, so you know, so as yeah. I was learning about Barbara in her life, when she was in college, she remembers a professor saying, "Well, we've learned everything we need, need to. We've we can mm-hmm. learn as a humanity. Like we've learned, like you know, technologically, we're proficient. Uh, you know, we can we can communicate. Um, we have radio. I, there's all the, the, the this professor's view was that." There's nothing else to really achieve. Yeah. This is even before we went to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so and he's like, we're done with Earth, and that was true, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Barbara was having none of it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, no, not quite. Mm. And it, you know, that was part of. Well, that was one of the catalysts for her to continue to study evolution and then really be the the mother of conscious evolution yeah. in the field, right? So, so yeah, there are no new ideas. And there's evolution. Yeah, right. So, and this is what this is how we get there, baby. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we we don't really even know. We don't know the ideas until we know them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um, uh, so I understand the 
you know, the logic of that, like they're no, cause, cause I mean, I've experienced it. Like I, oh, I might have an idea about something and then I realize, oh, somebody else has already. <laughs> or you Google that. it, you Google it and you're like, oh, okay. Three people yeah, have done it. Yeah. Place, <laughs> I've done it right? well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, uh, um, and we have, I suppose the other way to look at it from an evolutionary standpoint is that we can have new takes on old ideas or current, even current ideas. Right, so we can we get an evolutionary take on an idea that already exists, because I, I think that may, perhaps that's where we've gotten into trouble. So, um, so for instance, you know, tech, the, technology is great. We've created all this this amazing stuff, and yet there are still people starving in the world. So, technology hasn't solved that problem. Right. right? Exactly. So what's, the, what's the new take? What's the point of it? <laughs> Well, yeah, what's what's <laughs> like a new take on that idea, mm, mm-hmm. and it, it, and we could apply it to the coronavirus too. It's like okay, we have developed this. Um, whether whatever side you land on this issue or not, I'm not I'm not here to to, yeah. to get into the polarities. But whether like vaccines, mm-hmm. you know, and okay, so we developed this thing called a vaccine that you can argue has done. Uh, has saved many lives over time, or some people obviously don't believe that. Right. Whatever side you fall on, there there is a science that has happened, or there there is a technological development. Let's just call it that. Uh, that that happened, and it's been applied, and you can go to to your local drugstore to get your flu shot or whatever it is. Right. And they give it away. Yes. Almost. Sometimes. And, yeah. And <laughs> and we and we're in the middle of a pandemic. So so what's the new take on an old idea? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. However, that's my take on um, what it means to be an evolutionary human. Right. Like what uh, Barbara would have called it, Homo universalis. Like we're Ooh. so as a species, we're Homo sapiens, mm-hmm. the wise human. And then Barbara was saying, well, we're actually evolving then to Homo universalis, the universal mm-hmm. human. Ooh, I you love know? that. Yeah. <clears throat> We're talking about Barbara Marks Hubbard and her book, um, Conscious Evolution, with Stephen Donaco. Uh, you listeners are listening to Tune In, underwritten in part by Unity of Northwest Indiana, currently developing the premier spiritual center of NWI with meditation walks and retreat house events. Learn more and support the still-growing movement at unitynwi.org. You are listening to 103.1 FM in uh, WVLP in Valparaiso, Indiana, or listening to us somewhere around the world on WVLP.org. Or maybe you perhaps have stumbled upon our little drop in the ocean of mindfulness podcasts at anchor.fm slash tune in mindful radio. On tune in, we'd like to discuss uh, mindfulness and all its practical applications. And we like to use this little definition of mindfulness that we found from Laura Fortgang, which says, being mindful means being aware of everything and certain of nothing. <clears throat> what do you think about that, Stephen? <laughs> That really sums it up. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, right. So, um, yeah, I, um, you know, as listeners maybe want to ponder the sound of one hand clapping, um, we just sort of like to talk about mindfulness and ponder it in its own little koan. Um, so talk about getting meta, right? Um, we're talking yeah. about the metaphysics of the coronavirus with Stephen Donaco, and he is a student of Barbara Marks Hubbard and her conscious evolution and this phrase you just taught us, homo universalis, the the universal human. Uh, what a wonderful thing. And we definitely are being shoved into that cocoon right now, right? To figure out like, how do we be the uh, universal human? And as you're referencing, 
Necessity is the mother of invention. We know that crises have created some of the best entrepreneurs, some of the best um, workarounds and solutions. And of course, unfortunately, those solutions continue to get corrupted by humans and our fear. And so then we kind of cycle around and figure out the next situation, right? Um, you were using a great example with vaccines. Um, so um, you're saying you don't have the ideas yet, right? But I'm wondering in your groups on Social Chrysalis, which is a great learning platform, um, and uh, I'm going to ask you to tell us a little bit more about that after you answer this question, which is, are you guys discussing some ideas for some of these things? And if so, how and what does that look like? Uh, Social Chrysalis? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or with well, yeah, the groups, so, the members well, there. So, well, yeah. so there is... Um, uh, we've started to embark on a roundtable series. Nice. So, if you, so Social Chrysalis has evolved itself since January 20th. And it's funny because we launched January 20th, and that, I think, was actually the first case of corona in Oh, the wow. US. Oh, yeah. yeah Interesting. <clears throat> and you I mean, had been on the show just before then. I mean, you right? Yeah. You had, yeah, just talking about how the launch was coming up. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so the, the, originally the platform was, uh, and it, you know, was going to be about, having um, on-demand courses pre-recorded. And then we were, we're creating another offering now called Permutations, Ooh. which is a roundtable series. And, the, and the, the tagline for Permutations is transformation at the, at the tipping point. Oh, nice. So we did, uh, we did our first roundtable discussion on, um, we called it, uh, um, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to remember the, the title of it, hundred percent, but it was basically the, the the evolutionary impulse in the midst of COVID nineteen. Mm. You know, so looking at the evolutionary implications of of the virus as a driver. Um, and if you go to um, if you go to this, uh, this social chrysalis uh, YouTube channel, so just search for social chrysalis on YouTube, you'll find our channel. The recording of that first roundtable is there. Oh, good. That's, you know, that's free, freely available. Okay. So, um, so we evolved to 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 have more like in the moment live exploration of what it means to consciously evolve um, through this roundtable series. So, and, and you can. If you go to the website Social Crystalist, you can sign up for our mailing list and you'll get notifications of when those things are happening. And it's socialcrystalist.com. We're probably a couple weeks out from the, the next roundtable. Okay. But um, we're in the process of putting that together. It sounds wonderful. I, I would love to participate in it. It's socialcrystalist.com, correct? Yeah, yes. <clears throat> Great. Okay. Um, so good. So, um, okay. That's really, really interesting. So, um, so tell us a little bit more detail then about, um, some of the, the other classes and things that are available at this platform. Sure. So, um, I'll just go ahead and give you a read through the titles real quick. Great. Just give, give you like a really quick snapshot. So, um, activate your female power mm. by Sharon Maloney. It's, uh, it's, uh, Sharon's mission is to restore the, uh, the the link between the female body and the earth. Oh, I love that. It's so timely right now. You know, we launched for the 2020 year, we launched with uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Kathy Sipple, who came on and talked about um, being mindful of Mother Earth, right? And, and we were really directly, uh, she and a couple of other very, you know, earth-oriented guests were um, talking a lot about the shifts that are happening and how mother earth is sort of ready to sort of like shrug some of this nonsense off. Right. And I'm just sort of like, 
I feel like that's sort of a little bit of what's happening. And I don't want to be, again, we don't want to be like Pollyanna and say like, this is great because this is tragic. It's tragic and it's difficult. And also a lot of times, as we've been talking about, we go through a tragedy for a greater purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tell us some more of these classes. This is great. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. There's one provocative title. It's called the, uh, the inner course. Oh, uh huh. (laughs) Is it I N N? I am okay, got are. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's about, it's about conscious business, so the business of creation and the creation of business. Mm. Um, so uh, Leanne uh, Heltzel and uh, Gina Mazar uh, did that course, and they actually, their business model and what the work they do is very much about tapping into higher guidance Ooh. to help businesses. Very cool. So it's kind of an intersection of business and spirituality. Um, Find Your Unique Gifts and Higher Purpose by Rebecca Becker. She actually does a survey of different tools that uh, one can implement in order to connect with their own genius. So like human design, the gene keys, nice. uh, the Enneagram, etc. Cool. Uh, and then uh, someone, uh, another class called Increasing Consciousness Through Body Energetics, Wisdom and Love by... I think you know him, Robert Novak. Yes, um, great. So who's also in Valparaiso, right? Um, and he, so he does. He's basically doing uh, an activation through that class, helping people connect to um, what's called the five D realm. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and again, like again, preparing people to show up in a stronger way for what's happening in the world, the transition and the shifts that we're in. Uh, Dance of Souls is about um, relationship. Mm. So, uh, uh, by uh, Connie Baxter Marlowe and her husband Andrew Cameron Bailey. So they get into the what they call uh, mirroring our light and mm. shadow on our journey to wellness, self-love, uh, and alignment with our divinity. So a mm. lot of exploration, like what triggers us in relationship yes. and how to how to work through and nav- navigate and heal through that. Do they draw? Uh, it, can I ask you a question about that one? Yeah, Do they please. draw it off from the Imago work of Harville Hendricks? Do you know? Uh, they don't base it directly okay. in that, but I know, but I'm, I'm a familiar. It sounds with it. yeah, similar. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I had already mentioned creative aging by Walter Drew yes. and Barbara Dorn Drew. Uh, so it, basically, how how to age consciously? Mm-hmm. Like, what does it mean to age? And Barbara, mm-hmm. who lived to be 89, was productive up to the to the yes. very end of her earthly life, and so so you know we're. We're almost, too, you know, this is one of the things that I think and I feel in this time of uh, coronavirus is that how do we honor all generations? You know, and, yeah. we, and, and I mean, this is the strategy you're talking about, like the, 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 the nursing home situation. Yes. Like we, we, we like we warehouse our elder elders and just sort of wait for them to go away. And, and yeah. now we see how broken that system is because it's not funded and it, uh, and God bless the people working in, in yes. that environment, uh, but, but not getting paid anywhere enough, near enough for, for the, the really, the reverence, you know, that we should have for the work that they do. Absolutely. Um, so- yeah. And it's, you know, there's, there's a concept of compassion fatigue and we, I've been saying on the show for a while, we're going to have, uh, Becca Mazzocco on and she is going to be, sorry, Becca Adusi. She's going to be talking about, um, compassion fatigue. She does great retreats for, uh, uh, nurses and, um, 
who work in all kinds of, the, you know, all areas of the healthcare field. And um, she specifically does retreats for nurses suffering from compassion fatigue. That's something that happens when these really giving, nurturing people come. And then, you know, not only are they not paid enough, but they're not acknowledged, they're not thanked, they're not given time to decompress, and they're, they're not able to really, you know, they see so much suffering. And the the compassion fatigue is huge right now and the PTSD is huge right now, right? Yeah, people right. who are working in this field. So yeah, I, yeah it's, I, I keep, I want to continue hearing uh, more about these classes that you're sharing with us about um, on the social chrysalis platform, which is social chrysalis com, And, um, and they're wonderful. And I, and as you're, um, I'm going to quickly jump in and ask you another question here before you read some more to us, which is, um, what types of business owners or entrepreneurs come to these classes um, and what kind, I mean, it, to me, it's obvious what kind of benefit they get, right? But when we think about entrepreneurs and we think about uh, the, um, um, you know, the the plan, right? The whole business plan. And there's no place in that template for what's your, you know, mission and vision, of course, right? But the, other than that, those two blurbs on the front page, there's no place for like your whole spiritual component of, you know, at your marketing plan and all of that, you know, like, so, so help me connect, you know, and help other listeners who may be curious and conscious entrepreneurs connect with how that goes into the mission, into the, into the business plan, into the business model. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, um, so the so business is one is one aspect uh, of of the audience that social okay. crystalist serves. So, because it, it, so just to give you, a, I guess, the really short primer on you know, Barbara's model for um, humanity was looking at all sectors of society. Nice. What she called the, the wheel of co-creation. Okay. And really, all the wheel of co-creation is is just basically general categories for every sector, or the most influential sectors of a society. So you'll have arts, healthcare, governance, uh, justice, um, economics and business, uh, spirituality, etc. So really, what Social Chrysalis is aiming to do is have courses that would that help people who are drawn to any. Uh, one or multiple sectors of the wheel of code. Okay, thank you. So, so yeah. it's more. It's, it's, it's more so it's for humans. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's for humans. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, like it. Good, yeah. very good. Okay, thank yeah. you for that. Thank you for that explanation. Okay, yeah. go ahead and tell us some more if you're if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. just a uh, uh, couple of others. Um, Precision consciousness and master your visionary skills are two courses by Marty Spiegelman. Mm. Who, who does a lot of shamanic work, and, and she uh, she actually does work with business people in this realm. Okay, it's, it's taking our our innate like like our uh, deep deeply encoded human intelligence that goes back you know tens of thousands of years from a shamanistic perspective, and then reacquainting people with it in, in the here and now. So, you know, intelligence has no, there's no time or space limitation, right? So, it's, it's, I mean, right. I, and I'm probably not explaining it the way Marty would. Okay. Yet, um, that's my interpretation of it. Okay. But she does work in the business realm with this stuff. Um, so, those, that's Marty. And then uh, the Liminal Course, it's called, um, uh, by Mike Parker, who is the creator of a, of a, of a modality called Liminal Coaching. Hmm. So it's, it's, and Mike is, so his, 
These programs about learning to reduce stress, uh, being able to process painful memories, can mm. clear away unhelpful beliefs, and connect to intuition. So, so Mike's amazing. He's part. It's part like psychology, part hypnotism. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, nice. And, and and it's it's abundantly practical. Like you're you're coming away with skills and sort of a a, a recoding so that you can show up much more confident, um, compassionate, and powerful in the world, regardless of what sector of the wheel of co-creation you're working in. Nice. So very nice. Yeah. So that's that's like the summary of the current catalog. That's great. I love it. And. Um, and so people go on there and they can sign up for any of these courses and uh, there's a fee. And then um, do they come like via email typically? Is that how, is that what that looks like for these but, courses? So the, so based, yeah, so the way the platform works is, yeah, they're, they're fee-based courses. Um, just like a lot of other online things you might have come across lately because of uh, the, the economic hit that the virus has had and again it's another whole system yes that's right challenged um you know we've reduced prices on many of the programs but basically you go in and then you log into a private area so it's all uh, everything's available on the platform itself online and um you can log in at your convenience and, and, and take the courses or we, like i said we did dabble with a live course so creative aging actually was done eight weeks you know, you people show up at the same time every week. We'll probably do more of that going forward. But right now, the majority of the courses are all on demand. Okay, awesome. This is really great. Um, so, I uh, I really want to hear a little bit more if you're interested in um, anything else about the metaphysics of coronavirus that you haven't already shared. I mean, I know you've already people can hear the actual presentation themselves, right? Um, at uh, your YouTube channel, and we also will make that available on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash tuneinmindfulradio. Um, and, um, and we'll also put your book there, and we'll put Barbara's books there, as we have before, just for refreshers for people. But, um, but you know, I, I think it's really fascinating. This uh, We know that there's, I think a lot of people who listen to the show probably have at least some inkling that there's a purpose behind this. And it's that old kind of 80s question of you know why do bad things happen to good people right and um and 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 what's your take on that <laughs> tell yeah, us more well, um... <laughs> yeah i know you and i you and i could just say divine order and leave it at that but then like yeah. that doesn't say a lot for people <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, like, well, well, why does humanity happen to to um, yeah to like, good people yeah, yeah. <laughs> to trolls why does humanity to trolls yeah i'm being, I'm being somewhat <laughs> yeah irreverent. right right but, yeah, it's <laughs> School, they call it. Yes. Know? We're all in Earth school. school. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, I'll tell you one thing I'm really passionate about because whenever I hear it now, it's like a cringe. Mm. It's, it's the, the, the first thing that seemed to be getting all of the concern with, the, with coronavirus and the lockdowns and all the restrictions that we've had to necessarily take on is that the economy. Like, everybody's worried about the economy. Yeah. And it's almost as if the economy was... It has is regarded as a sentient being in and of itself. Yeah, that's that is higher than than we are, and I think that's actually kind of true. I think that we are sort of like the econ- We have to have the economy, or none of us exist. And it's like, do we not have gardens and bartering? Right? Like, I mean, well, <laughs> but and, we we and, don't. <laughs> I mean, if you and if you look at the if you look at the etymology of economy, it turns yeah. what the word means. It means like householding. Exactly right. 
Yes. So, Actually, husband and wife do too, right? Like, yeah, like this, you know, we, we used to just be like, it was like a free householder, right? Husband, and then the wife was one who was married to yeah. the house husband. And yeah, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, yeah. So, um, <laughs> and it was Elizabeth Torres. I may have mentioned this when we were on one of our okay. previous programs. I think I did, but it's worth repeating, right? So Elizabeth Torres, who's an evolution biologist, is what mm. she calls herself. She's real clear on what she calls herself, okay. unlike me. <laughs> um, but... Elizabeth Satoris had said, if, like, grandmother wisdom, mm. you know, is so underrated. Yeah. And yet, probably the best wisdom there is. Oh, yeah. And, and Elizabeth Satoris would say, you know, grandmothers know how to run a household. That's right. And if you know how to run a household, you know how to run a world. I got to, yeah, that's you are economy. right. That's, you are exactly right. You are yeah. so exactly right. And I got to tell you, um, personally, I have been very, and I'm going to, I'm just saying thank you to the, the grandchildren of Clara who created this YouTube channel called Depression Cooking with Clara and Depression Era Cooking with Clara and it, or Great Depression Cooking, I think it was. It's, um, <clears throat> so I, I don't know the name, obviously. I know that her name is Clara and I, um, her last name is Italian and I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to try and mispronounce it um, because I've only seen it a couple times, but, but I've watched several of her episodes and I have cooked dandelion green. I not cooked it, but I made dandelion green salad. I, I, I've looked at a lot of her recipes. Um, I've, we've got those in our menu now as like just go-tos if we have to have them. Hearing her stories, having her grandchildren put like over the last five or six years, apparently this YouTube channel of just, you know, her telling stories and, t- and she was in her 90s and every single episode she'd be like I'm 90 whatever each time you know once started and I think they finally you know she filmed her last one I think she was 96 and this lady was still putting on makeup every day and giving tours of her kitchen and doing her own cooking and pulling her dandelion greens as she was making that and um and I tell you what like it really was very empowering to me I'm like you know what I can can I can do you know I can do what I need to do we can do root cellars I know my great grandma used to do it into her 80s right and I it's very very powerful you are absolutely right Yeah. yeah That's the economy. That's the economy. All right. Right. Listeners, you are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. I am your host of Tune In, Keela Parkinson, and our show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. Excuse me. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Share the love at CoachKiki.com. You are listening to us either at 103.1 FM in beautiful Valparaiso, Indiana at WVLP, our low-power station. That's our local community station. Or you have found us online at the website for the station, which is is WVLP.org. Or perhaps you have found us as one of the many drops in the ocean of mindfulness podcasts on anchor.fm slash tune in mindful radio where we talk about how to be mindful right in northwest indiana being mindful in the midwest so um i think we're a drop in the ocean but maybe a little bit of a unique perspective and we are talking today with steven Donaco, who is the creator the founder of socialchrysalis.com he is he works with uh entrepreneurs and other amazing evolving human beings on um not only these great educational platforms that help connect us to our wheel of uh, conscious evolution, a la Barbara Marks Hubbard, the great American visionary and futurist. I think she was, that was her title that others gave her, right? And um, 
we're talking about the metaphysics of the coronavirus, and we're talking about also um, how those apply to us right now and how we can choose to evolve or devolve. And honestly, we're, I think we're both going to be honest and say some days we're doing a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a dance. That's, I was going to say it's a real challenge, but yeah, it's a dance. <laughs> Experience do you prefer to have? Right? Mm, do you right. Prefer, do you prefer to evolve or devolve? Yeah. And yeah. some people do prefer to devolve, right? Some people have been waiting for an excuse to like fight it out at home with their significant other or, you know, their families or um, to, uh, I don't know, stockpile whatever it is they're stockpiling that yeah. makes them feel safe, right? To, yeah, I, you know, and that's so um, if I'm going to be evolved, I think I have to have compassion for those people. But mm-hmm. at the same time, this is my challenge personally. I find a way to have a boundary from those people, right? That's right. Compassion that's right. with the boundary. That's and right. I that's my so I'm gonna just say right right now, I don't know what that looks like. That's that's the issue I'm trying to level up from. I have no idea what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know so, how to do that. <laughs> so I'll dump into uh, I did an interview yesterday uh, with uh, a conscious business related uh, program and um, and I said I was gonna be pretty blunt with how I feel about what's going on and you know I said and all, and the question was, how do we, how do we continue to remain strong and courageous mm. during these times when there's still, we're, we're still on the pre, we're on the brink of like really climate disaster too. This, yeah. The virus is one thing, right? <laughs> Where we, st- you know, climate uh, crisis is another. And I said, I said, my answer to the question was, well, from a business perspective, don't try to convince those who are who are attached to the current slash old paradigm of business, mm-hmm. like the extractive way of doing business. Right. Um, the, 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 um, uh, where you know, we're plundering the earth for resources, right. you know, we're, um, oppressing people and so forth for the sake of business. Because you know what, for right now, the people who are invested in that as the system are, realizing some material benefit yes in the system they're not going to let it go easily so you know what don't spend your time and this goes to your thing about boundaries yeah don't spend your time trying to convince people who will not be convinced Mm, yeah now and this doesn't mean that we don't have compassion for them and it doesn't mean we're being exclusionary it's where it it, what it does mean is like where do you choose to put your energy where do you choose to generate so if you're if you're so what I, my advice to these this, these group of conscious business people on, on this program was, you know, continue to show up where you feel you are having generative impact, and it's not going to be by arguing with people who are not going to change, because they're so invested in the old way. Yep, that's true. It's so true, and I think that um, it's hard enough. I think when people are doing that, you know, and they've been taught like. Maybe, for instance, like I can sell to everyone, right? And so I'm going to try and sell my product to everyone. Clearly, there are some people that you're not going to to catch, right? And so it's being more selective on that. Um, Or when it is, you know, um, uh, a way of lifestyle, perhaps, right? You use that great phrase, the extractive economy. And um, 
there's a Shannon Hayes, uh, the author, or she's, she's got a great blog called The Radical Homemaker, and um, she has a series of books about this concept of uh, radical homemaking, right? Like uh, by homesteading as like a radical and even feminist kind of uh, concept, right? And it seems so anathema to that because it's like, we're going to go back and live like our great grandmas, you know? And like, how was that? How was that radical? Well, well, you know, we can do it now with free choice and with choosing how many children we have or if we have children and all that, you know, that's really kind of, it's a radical way to do it. So, um, again, wherever you fall on that, you know, political fence of, of that uh, movement, um, uh, Shannon Hayes is really interesting. Um, but, uh, gosh, I lost my train of thought now. (laughs) I swear I was dovetailing back to something. Here it comes, right? Um, (laughs) um, the boundaries of, so yeah. So, um, when it's inside of our homes though, and especially during this time of the pandemic where we're still, especially in certain states, really isolated, you know, there's not phasing happening or there's a question of if there's going to be phasing happening or if the phasings will change or whatever. Um, you know, what does that look like if you are someone who is living with someone who is choosing fear and, and not wanting to level up and not wanting to find the gifts or whatever? Um, you know, how can people who may be in those kinds of situations, um, continue to love with compassion and boundaries yeah sure sure well um, so this is a program about mindfulness so um, be mindful of like your own reactions and be mindful of how you choose to show up you know if if you're in that that like super local situation um, yeah it's lead lead by example you know your example is going to speak louder than uh, your raised voice in an argument because you're being triggered. Not to say that, you know, and you'll, you know, there's nothing, we all get triggered. Right. I mean, I don't don't care who you are. I mean, (laughs) everybody of all persuasion. Yeah. I've heard Tony Robbins' wife has said, right, that he runs, walks around the house ranting and raving sometimes about whatever, I don't know, but, (laughs) you know, I was like, I need to hear that. Yeah. (laughs) And, And so then be mindful of that and be compassionate with yourself. Yeah. And, and, just be the example that you want to follow. And then in some way, and the mechanics of which we don't know, in some <laughs> way, the people that you're around will get some benefit from that. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. And so, you know, and of course, tools, you know, we like to talk about tools, right? Because it's practical application. And so um, I mentioned the tapping solution as an app that I have on my phone. And right now they have several free tapping uh, recordings. Uh, So, you know, it's typically a subscription. And right now they have a lot of free content. I think it's something like 20 um, that they added within like the, you know, the time during the the shelter in place in the U.S. And so, um, and they're mostly around, you know, the the things that are coming up for people with the coronavirus. So that's one tool that can really help leading you through, um, you know, the, the, EFT, emotional freedom technique of tapping and, 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 and sort of, you know, it's a guided meditation. And even if you don't want to participate in the tapping part of it, but you just want to like say the affirmations to yourself or listen to it. Um, and there are plenty, plenty, plenty of other free and, um, and affordable and, um, and even pricey, um, meditation apps out there that can help you with guided visualization with, with just going back to the breathing. Calm has a really, really, it's the simplest one ever. It's called the breathe bubble. It's like a special little uh, icon that you hit if you just don't even want to be guided, but you just follow breathing in, holding, and breathing out just over and over as long as you need to. And so um, that's really great. Do you have others like that that you recommend for people? Well, so, well, actually, so the breathing thing reminded me that um, 
Uh, I mean, I'm as I mentioned, you know, I'm, I'm tending to my parents. Mm-hmm. So this is like where I'm needed in terms of my own physical effort and pre- my physical yes. presence. So I'm not doing anything out in the world, as it were. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing all the online stuff with Social Chrysalis, um, but I'm not involved in the physical community. One, because it's like I, I can't risk bringing anything in. Yeah. You know, to to to, um, to potentially infect my parents. So I'm being really careful about being distant, physically distant. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, so I thought to myself, well, well, how can I serve in this? So if I can't physically serve, then what's what are the other things I could do? And I and and it occurred to me that well, with people in lockdown or quarantine. It, particularly if you're living alone, I mean, yeah. so many people live alone, right? Like, okay, so what could I do as a, a, a as an evolutionary human being and, and to, to, to be a service? And I, so I decided. Well, I'm doing a nightly meditation called Feeling Connected. Nice. So it's not. So if you go to my my Facebook page or the Social Chrysalis Facebook page, it's simulcast on both. It's 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 nine o'clock p.m. Central time. Okay. Literally every day. I've missed a couple of days. Well, that's of great. Emergencies, but. Like every, it's a, it's a, it's a live meditation every day, 9 p.m. Central. That's wonderful. And you, I've caught some of your, you've done meditations, live meditations on your Facebook yeah. page in the past. So I love that you're doing it very regularly. And what is that Facebook page for listeners? So, um, just, just look up my name on Facebook. Um, uh, you know, Stephen Donaco, uh, you'll find my personal page. Or if you just look up social chrysalis on Facebook, you, you'll get to the social chrysalis page. All right. And it's about, it is literally called feeling connected because I'm, a big theme in the meditation is helping people to feel like right now, you and I are connected to the earth by power, the gravitational pull of the planet. Right. Right. I mean, and we always are. Right. Okay. So, so then what I do is I take that feeling of connectedness to the planet mm. by way of gravity and say, all right, consider that all, every human being on, on, on earth is connected that way. Like we have the planet in common, yeah. As, as our as our medium of connection, so I that's I mean, and the meditations have other themes, but nice. that's like the central uh, idea that if if I feel connected to the planet and I know everybody else on on Earth is connected the same way, I I feel some sense of global connection to everyone. That's even beautiful. if I'm even if I'm living alone. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, and it's very safe. I like that. It's a very first chakra, loving kindness type of medica- meditation. Yes. I really, really like that. Yes. <clears throat> um, so I'm going to tell listeners if they are going to try and find you on Facebook or anywhere else, Danako is spelled kind of like Dynako. It's D-Y-N-A-K-O. Yes. And so, yeah. Um, like yeah. Dyna- dynamo without yeah, right? the, the K instead yeah, of Yeah, Dynako. Yeah. Like, it sounds like it ought to be like a 50s product. I like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> 50s laundry soap. Uh, so, um, Stephen Donaco, thank you so much for being our guest today. Is there anything else, any parting words of wisdom or other resources you would like to share with our listeners? Um, well, like you said, the, the stuff, well, you'll post the links to some of the stuff yes. that we mentioned here. Uh, you know, uh, I guess my request of everyone is should you choose to receive the mm. request, you don't have to. It's up to you. I give you the choice. Uh, but choose to be courageous, which means... Nice especially now to make the choices are going to be difficult and it's okay um so when you choose to show up in a generative way it's not always easy it's it's not always received um and do it anyway Mm. um 
be just be a generative human being is my request and it takes courage to do that and i know it can be hard and i, I ask of you to do it anyway so thank you Thank you for that. That's beautiful. Uh, Listeners, it has been such a pleasure sharing with you today. And thank you again to Stephen Danaka, who's asking us all to be creative and courageous and uh, to do our part in this. And uh, we hope that you will join us again next week. Uh, We broadcast Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central Time and Sundays at 4 p.m. And all the time at anchor.fm. We'll see you later, meditators.